This is this is this is the Six Prizes Six Prizes Podcast. What's up everyone? Welcome to the Six Prizes Podcast. Today is November 28th. This is episode 27. It should have been episode 28 though. Unfortunately, uh, I recorded an episode about 10 days ago with Rahul Reddy and Peter Kika and I lost the audio to that. It was really weird. I recorded my audio but not theirs. So it was really unfortunate. It was a pretty sweet episode in preparation for Roanoke Regionals that happened this past weekend. So sorry that you missed that conversation. But we're back today, uh, and I got two guests, both of them that did quite well at the Regionals this past weekend. Uh, So excited to talk to them. We'll be reflecting back on their experiences, talk about the standard format kind of as a whole, where it's at, um, going forward, because even though there's not major events in North America that has that have standard as the uh, the format uh, over the next few weeks or month or so, there are international regionals that will be in the standard format, as well as lots of league cups as quarter two really gets underway. Uh, so I think by the end of this episode, we'll be able to put give you a good idea of where the standard format kind of is right now, uh, with the inclusion of Lost Thunder. The only thing, uh, other thing I want to mention before I introduce the guests is that at the end of the episode, I'll have a promo code for Six Prizes Underground, so if that interests you, please stick around and listen to that. But, so, for those of you that don't know, I recently moved down to Baltimore this year, and so I've kind of been getting, uh, getting to know some of the local player base, and both of these guys uh, have, have welcomed me, uh, and it's been great working with them uh, over the past couple months, and I'm really excited and, and proud to see how well they did this past weekend. So first of up, first up, um, top eighter, Lost March connoisseur, Charlie Lockyer. What's up, dude? Hey, I'm happy to be on. Yeah. Um, so give us a little background. How, uh, how long have you played Pokemon? All right, so I'm Charlie. I'm 17. I have played since 2010. I've played competitively since about like early 2015 so not that like around primal clash is when i started getting like more into the game and played one worlds as in seniors and two in masters so far and we'll and hopefully the season goes better than the last couple nice well you're you're on you're on the right track um what's just give us an idea of like what type of player you are are you um like what, what's favorite deck or favorite card that you've played in your in your day um, well, I've had a lot of success with both Trevenant and Tapabulu Vigavolt, <laughs> as a lot of people have seen. Those have just been, like, go-to decks, but my favorite decks of all time were probably the two decks I've played to Worlds, which were, in 2017, I played Drampa Garb with Tapu Fini, and I felt like that was one of the best, like, decks in general, because it had an answer to Gardevoir, which is one of the only decks in the format that could do that, and... Then last year, or in 2018 Worlds, where I played Zoro Control with an Articuno and, like, Micargo, and that's definitely my favorite deck, because I felt like I had control over the game, and, like, it wasn't very luck-based, and I could, like, really think about what I'm doing. I was playing chess instead of Pokemon, which I like a lot of. Sure, that makes sense. I think it's interesting that, like, the common inclusion between those two decks is, like, the the GX water Pokemon that just kind of <laughs> says no to your opponent's big dude. Yeah, that's what I was saying before. It was, it's so cool. Yeah. Nice. Well, thank you for joining. Uh, Charlie's going to give us a good rundown of Lost March and how he did, as well as I think he has a good perspective on a lot of other decks in the format, too. Um, so we'll excited to have you, man. Uh, next up, a bit newer of a player, but um, someone that I've 
not beaten in a tournament yet is <laughs> uh, so Tran. Is your your first name is Tran? Is that right? My last name is actually Tran. Your um, last name is Tran. So it's Win Tran. It's Win Tran, but okay, I okay. usually go by Tran. It's easier. Gotcha. So welcome, welcome. Talk, tell us about yourself. How long you've been playing Pokemon for? So I actually started back in 2010, but I was very casual and I didn't play for like half a year, not competitively or anything. And I just got back into it like last year. Okay, what kind of brought you back into the game? Worlds, actually. My friend, uh, my friend just told me about Worlds, and I was just watching it. I was like, "Cool, I, I can, I can get into that again." So I just bought a deck and started from there. Nice. Wait, so this it's... this past Worlds or Worlds twenty seventeen? Worlds twenty seventeen. Okay, okay, okay. Did you, did did you play in Worlds twenty eighteen? I forget. Did um didn't do so hot there, but I actually qualified through like an IC. That was my first like high placement, high placement. Mm-hmm. Nice, nice, nice. That's yeah, and I played my favorite deck there, Garbuzz, Garb with all special energies. Which was was it the the Bud Shrine? Oh, uh, Shrine didn't come out at oh, NIAC. Okay. Oh right, right, right. He's talking about NIAC, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Wait, so was it the was it the like the Buzz GX like kind of like the the Mark Lutz ver- version of it? Right, and I I pretty much steamrolled through the tournament until I reached Stefan, mm. <laughs> which brought out Zoro Garb against me, and that deck hard lost to Zoro Garb. Gotcha, gotcha. Why was that uh, your favorite deck? Just felt really in control every time I sat across an opponent, like. And it was like untested, so not many people knew how to play against it. And it just felt really strong because once you garble toxin and end them, kill your like 240 HP buzz or lele. Yeah, that makes sense. Makes sense. It was pretty. Yeah, it was a pretty interesting deck. Um, hmm. I wonder if there's. I wonder if there's. Well, I guess without garble toxin, it's the deck's kind of much much weaker now i was gonna say could you could you recreate it in this format but probably not but maybe an expanded we'll talk about that later um okay cool well thank you guys for being on uh i really appreciate it um so just to kind of start out uh i don't want you to go round by round but give us give us the general general idea of what your day or days looked like at Virginia Regional. So for those of you that don't know, Charlie finished in the top eight and uh, Tran finished in second place. Um, so we got two two very well-to-do players right here. So Charlie, give us give us your broad strokes of the event. All right, so day one, my decks I played against in order was uh, Rayquaza, Naganadel, or Energy Switch deck. Then I played against Lost March, Lacephalon, then a Dialga Magnezone deck that made day two. Then Buzzwool, another Lost March Mirror. Buzzwool again. Then Zork, Ninetales, Lycanroc, stage ones. And then Trans, uh, Lecephalon in the last round. Oh, yeah, you guys played the last round. That's funny. Yeah, um, <laughs> day one was not very close. Um, I went 18-0, I went 18-0 in games and just did not feel like I could lose. Easy. Throughout the, but... th- throughout, the, throughout the day, Charlie was messaging me just saying, like, broken deck after every round. <laughs> Um, the the one deck that actually two of those decks sound kind of interesting to me. Um, so I'll just kind of get your thoughts on them real quick. Uh, 
First one being the first round, the Rayquaza Nagano Del deck. I actually played against one of those on PTCGO the other day. Um, it's kind of an interesting deck. It seems like it would really lose to Lost March, but um, in general, what do you think of that deck, Charlie? Uh, it's better than I thought it was. I think it's a worse Blacephalon, but it is a pretty... It was cool overall. Um, he lost because he game two, mostly because he needed to hit a Naganadel to get like a huge advantage, but he whiffed it off of a... I think he played his own Marshadow, then whiffed it. Mm-hmm. And then Rayquaza Stormy wins. It's Naganadel, Mysterious Treasure, Naganadel. <laughs> so I was like, okay, I win the game. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, it's just Stormy wins. Like, it's just a worse Blacephalon, but it, it, it was better than I thought it would be. Sure, that makes sense. Uh, and the other one that sounded kind of cool was the Magnezone with Dialga. So if I'm remembering right, the Dialga has some attack where it does like 60 or 80, and then it devolves their guy, something like yeah, that. Yeah, 60 and devolve. Okay, so that's So it can obviously... take a lot of things out. So that's obviously not good against you, but again, any any opinions on... Yeah, he thought it was good against me because he thought it forced Jump Pluff back to hand, but it doesn't do that. <laughs> um, the deck, I mean, he played like three Stevens resolves in turn one. It's like Lele for Stevens, draw it, get three, and I just marshed out of it away immediately. Mm-hmm. And the game was kind of over because if he didn't draw the Rare Candy Magazine, <coughs> I kind of just won. It was basically, you're playing, they're like baby buzzwolves almost, but like they're doing 130 a turn. They have 130 HP with the second attack. Mm-hmm. So it was a prize trade war, but he had a couple GXs on the board. And the deck's just overall a less consistent version of probably Granbull. I feel like Granbull's just a better deck. And okay. overall, like, Lost March is probably better too. Yeah, that makes sense. Cool. All right, so day one, easy, easy times. Uh, Tran, so obviously you guys met in the last round, but uh, what'd you do leading up to that? So... My day two was a lot more different because I lost a lot of my first games. <laughs> um, I'll just go over some interesting matchups I had. In the second round, I faced against this Genesect Venusaur Shuckle deck. Okay. Now absolutely smashed game one because his the idea was his deck. He just started Shuckle and he put like Shuckle one thing. That's what he told me after the match that put energies in the discard, and he just accelerated them onto the board with Genesect and Venusaur. Mm-hmm. And I don't run any field blurs, so I can't really do anything about this Genesect with the batons on him, one-shotting me. Right, right, right. I just, just like try to kill his Venusaur as the best that I can, and his deck was a lot more inconsistent in the third game, so that's how I won those. Interesting deck. So, do you think? Yeah. Do you think that deck was actually good or just? Yeah. I feel like if you build it right, it can be good. Okay. Like it was actually just really scary, yeah. sitting across from it. Yeah. Even though I had weakness on him, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I mean, yeah, they they get those energy, and with the batons, if you don't have blowers, it's just gonna stay there the whole game. Yeah, that makes sense. Right. Okay. What else you got? I faced Brian Miller playing Zorak in round five, <laughs> and uh, this matchup was really, really close. Like he he got the better setup on me game one, but game two I completely popped off and took over the game. Game three. Um, he just proceeded to play four timer balls, I remember, and then flipped eight tails in a row. 
<laughs> Sounds like me. That's how we get him. <laughs> so bad. But, oh man, yeah, he lost that like 6-0. Yeah, I could imagine. <laughs> That's pretty and then around 6, I faced my second mail deck of the day. Uh, the Steelix Railroad Hoopa Unknown Hand. I was very happy to see this because, unlike other players, because I ran a specific tech to deal with it. The Negato GX, when I use Stinger GX, it will let me us both at three prizes. And so, unless they can't attack, so I'll get Beast Rings for the rest of the game to blow up anything they put on the board. And I can one shot their Hoopa with Turning Point. Yeah, in game one. Sick. <laughs> but in game one, eight cards in hand. He used Mars mm -hmm. and he discarded my Naganado GX oh, out of my eight cards. <laughs> and you don't play Stretcher, right? I don't play anything to recover it. So I scooped it up and went to game two and three immediately. Oh, okay. okay, that's mad funny. And then you, was... you have enough time to win those, still, right? <laughs> yeah, I in like 20, 30 minutes. Just because how powerful that card is. Yeah. Uh, did you end up playing other against other stall decks throughout the tournament? Yeah, in round eight, I um, hit the Shuckle GX and Hoopa. Okay. Well, it, it was literally only favorable for me. <laughs> and not, like, no one else beside me. Like, there was a Grand Bowl mirror beside me, and, like, another Bilcephalon and a Buzzwool beside me. Yeah, none of those were favorable for them. It was really unfortunate for him. Yeah, it was really unfortunate for the guy across from me. Was it was it Grant Manley? Oh, it was his his good buddy, uh was Eddie Satavi. Oh Eddie, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Or... That's funny. Yeah, I think what it was like yeah. Grant, Eddie, and Blaine, I think, all played the same like Shuckle Hooper. Yeah, they all did. Yeah. Okay. Alright, so and then and then you and Charlie played round nine. Mm -hmm. So talk talk to us about that game. You I don't know from both perspectives. Was it was it close, <laughs> was, was it close or did Lost March just march you? So I didn't really care about the results of this game. I just wanted to try to experiment stuff, and I never tested this matchup before. Okay. So I really tried going like going heavy Placephalon. I tried going aggro Naganado. Yeah, uh, no. I was confused when he benched all those uh, Lacephalons. <laughs> I was like, oh, thanks for the prizes. Thanks for the prizes. <laughs> but that is not the move. But the I, try, I tried to, uh, I even tried to play Muckdown and it didn't work at whatsoever. <laughs> you get a turn two, it helps, but it didn't really help in our game. It's really hard when he, like, just hit me for 180 turn two. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, so before we talk about day two stuff and, and top cut, um, maybe you guys can highlight some of the things in your deck, like some of the some of the more interesting things. So like Charlie, uh, I know you made well, I think it was like four changes to um, how am I afraid? Kirk's Kirk's, Kirk's list, list yeah. that uh, that he posted on Twitter. So what <coughs> what was kind of the motivation or thought process behind those edits all right so for me the list went in kind of a circle i really just kind of ended up coming back to that i started with curse list and i tested them at cargo i tested a list with no ultra ball and four timer ball for a while i thought that was really good but and then 
I ended up getting back to that mostly because, I mean, I played the third netball because I like one of the big things. I played the third netball and third elms because I go for a turn one lily and a turn two elms. Mm-hmm. It's the goal because I wanted to get a lily with a lot of cards after a marsh shadow and three hoppers on the bench. Mm-hmm. So I played the heavy netball to make sure I could get that. I played less ultra ball because I knew that like I didn't, I couldn't really afford all of these card discards. Sort of like why. A lot of decks, like I know Robin didn't play, like Zorgarb couldn't afford it, so Robin didn't play any Ultra Balls in his world's deck. Right, like, right, right. I mean, three was the max I'd ever need in this list, and I could get that set up. I played the three Elms because Elms is just ridiculous in the deck when you can get Skip Loom. And then I played the eighth Energy. I'm saying eighth Energy over one Super Boost here because they're kind of interchangeable. I originally put it in just so I could beat Mildex because that was one of the big reasons why I even played the deck in the first place. Mm-hmm. Um, it was completely irrelevant as to whether or not that was that or a fourth grass during the day. It was a good card, but the four energy effect never mattered. And the four and the it being a special energy never mattered. Did it ever matter so, that you couldn't get it from that ball for it? Yeah. yeah, never mattered. I always had a grass energy. Okay, deck. okay, good to know. Um, and what about the what about the lele? So I like, why would you include the lele? And you still okay, play so... three marshadow, right? And lele? Yes, oh. I played three marshadow, two ranger, and one lele. Okay. Um, I really didn't want to dead draw with this deck because I knew that if I drew well, <laughs> I was winning. Um, it was cool to hit off a couple great balls. Sometimes I really only use lele like one every four games, mm-hmm. three or four games, and the other times it got blended. And it was just really good to have, like, when you needed to get a supporter, like, turn one. It could be better than Marshadow if you had a bad hand, or you already had, like, or you, like, hadn't gotten much, and, like, Lillying is probably more valuable than Marshadowing immediately, and we're risking whiffing a supporter and losing immediately. Um, and it being a two-prize detriment never hurt. It came close to hurting once, but it didn't actually ever fully hurt me. Like, I never started Lele, um, and I never... And the only time... In my match round, like, 12, I think, was the closest it came to mattering, where I think Austin put 30 on it with a Nightail Snipe, and then all he needed was a, a Lycan Rock off of, like, seeing 10 cards to get it and to get the game off of the Lele, and he couldn't find it, so I won. Yeah, nice. But, like, it should have... It should it, it came really close to mattering, but never ended up mattering. I still think it's good in the deck. Okay, makes sense. Uh, the only other question I got is... Uh, we saw most of the Lost March list just run three not to, um, which is something that you know I was just thinking about before the event. Like, is is three enough, or would four the fourth one have been nice? Three is fine because you run two stretcher. If you ran one stretcher, four is probably better. Okay. I was mm. reasonably. I mean, the biggest reason is like I play four DC and only three grasses because grass is searchable, and or why a lot of lists play four DC and three grasses. I play the basically a four four, but. Mm. It's because grass is searchable and jump bluff is not actually used as an attacker as much because you can rescue stretch your loop not to. And you can you don't want to attack with jump bluff straight up. Like your first priority is hit with not to, then hit with jump bluff when you need to. Yeah. Well and it's the like other, Yeah, that makes sense. And it's the like other, in Night March where you want to attack with the with Joltic, Joltic over yeah. Bumkaboo. Right, right, right. Okay, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. The other thing I was thinking about, like uh, a good rationale for why you run four DC and only three grass, even even if you don't play the fourth 
grass or super boost is just that like you can't attach grass on turn one like you don't want to do that right like yeah that's very true you yeah. can't put it on a hop it yeah i didn't know that mm-hmm. until i played my first game of lost march where i did play the grass <laughs> on the hop and then i was sad when it went away to the lost zone um but yeah mm-hmm. so okay that makes sense all right cool um Trend. So a couple interesting things in your list. You already talked about the Naganadel GX a lot or a bit. Um, what about the muck? Where'd the muck come from? The muck was my answer to Granbull, and it was my only answer to Granbull. And I thought that was going to get a lot of play. Most of them got taken out by the mill, like yeah. super hard, because mill just auto-wins that matchup. Right, right, right. Did you, did you end up playing against any Granbull at all? Not there was a couple around me, but luckily I never hit any. Okay, nice. Okay, so that was Muck. Muck, Muck wasn't very useful overall. Okay, um, good to know. And the ditto, I guess, was just for Muck. Right. Um, and and any time I, I could Ultra Ball for a Poipo, I Ultra Ball for a ditto instead. That's pretty much it. Sure, sure, sure. That makes sense. Um, did you miss having the fourth uh, regular Naganadel? Um, no, because most games you only need to set up two, mm-hmm. and once you hit your B spring turn, you'll have all your energy on board. Mm-hmm. Yeah, please. Makes sense. Um, what else was interesting? Two energy switch, right? Mm-hmm. That was for the Zoro control matchup, which I'm oh. pretty sure you didn't play against any. <laughs> Saw no play. No, not at all. Um, were they good in general, though? Like. It just gave up. It just uh, gave me a lot of pressure when I wasn't my beast ring turns. Mm-hmm. Just like able to kind of like get a blacephalon bl- out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, cool. Anything? Was there anything? I don't have your list in front of me right now. Was there anything else interesting about it that you want to make note of? People uh, question the sights here, but I still think it's really solid because you just want to dump your entire hand sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't want to see those cards ever again. Mm-hmm. Like, Sophocles only dumps two, you know? Yeah. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, you just want to get them all out of... Like, you just want to burn a lot of cards out of your deck so you don't... So you can, like, Cynthia and not... Right, get them back and not draw into Flyfire energies. Right. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. So w- w- what would you play for supporters? Uh, two Sophocles, one Sightseer? Mm-hmm. Okay. And four Cynthia, two Lily, three Guzma. Three Guzma. Just one Lele, right? And uh, did, was Marsh was one? You played one Marshadow as well. One Marshadow, one Lele. Um, in the future, I would run. I would definitely run two Marshadow. That card's really good. Okay, and, but you'd still keep Lele, obviously, right? Yeah. Okay. For sure. Um, all right, so day two, day two, top cut, Charlie. Interesting things. Okay, round ten, I got smashed on stream by what I believe is <laughs> a favorable matchup yep. because I completely and totally bricked, and that happens more often than the deck or show really. It really happens more often than it looks like. It just didn't happen on day one. I knew it was going to happen. Mm-hmm. I just didn't know when. And I got really lucky to not have it ever happen on day one. But then it happened immediately round one and round two. <laughs> but round two, I played against uh, Malamar. And I mean, they had Chimeco anyways, which is really hard. Sure. Yeah, that makes sense. And I got another win when I played against the Zorark. 
uh, Nine Tails again. That's where Lele almost became a liability, but ended up not. And I won that match. So it was 10-2. I was still pretty stressed out because I was like, I don't want to be the first 9-0 to miss top 8. And then... <laughs> And then I got destroyed by Decidueye. This is my only three-game series of the weekend because I got game two off of hitting a really lucky instruct for, like, Lost Blender not to when I needed to put one more Pokemon in the Lost Zone. And that was my instruct cards. I was like, all right, sick, I can win this game. But I still got destroyed in the game. Like, the whole matchup with Decidueye is just if they set up, they're going to win the game. If you can march out of them out of the game, you win. Like, that's the entire... It's pretty luck-based in that aspect. But... He set up two games. Actually, no, he set up all the games, but game two, he didn't get any deciduous. He just got, like, Zoroarks and Ninetales. So I could win that one. But I still end up losing. And going to my winning name, with, with, my winning name was against Gramble, and this was interesting. Simone, who's from Canada, is a really good player. Really good with Gramble, too. Game one was a prize trade war. I won the flip, so I won that. And because we all were able to get... Oh, I... I benched Lele on turn one, but he was not able to ever get Guzma and Diantha or anything in the same turn because he didn't play Pokemon Catcher mm-hmm. or Custom Catcher. And I he wasn't able to kill Lele, so I could win that. And then game two got interesting. He was up in the prize trade lead. Then I missed an energy. So he got really up in the prize trade lead. But he had discarded a lot of resources to get there. So I used the remainder of my Guzmas to try to stall out his cargo. And then... Like, we had a time extension. Everyone was watching because we had a huge deck, a long deck check in mid-round. And I was still, I would Guzma stalling his thing up. Time had called. And then he, like, attaches a second energy to Grand Bull. Smooth overs and, like, confidently. I think he's make a mess on a snubble that had somehow gotten active. And to do 20 to my Orangu. And then I was like, all right, he put something on top. It's probably his last switch out. I drew... I great balled hit one of my remaining two Trumbeaks. Played Trumbeak. Um, Tate and Lies is on top. Goes to the Lost Zone. <laughs> and he's like, dang, I thought you only played two of them. I'm like, no, I played four Trumbeaks. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, why? Okay, that's really... I don't <laughs> understand. He was like, you play more than... He was like genuinely surprised that I played more than two Trumbeaks. <laughs> he just definitely did not know the deck very well. Sure, sure. And sure. then he conceded a couple turns later. Yeah. And... That was good. I have a lot of respect for that guy. So nice. That's it was nice. Pretty disgusting. <laughs> Trumbeak for the win. Trumbeak for the win. Sweet. Um, and then, then Charlie, you lost in top eight to the same same Decidueye guy that you lost. Same Decidueye player, yeah. Okay. Um, and- uh, he drew it incredibly well both games. Yeah. I'd Marshadow, and it'd be like turn two, double Decidueye, double Zorark with like a nine tails with two energies. Mm-hmm. And then he got my cargo on top of that, and I'm like, all right, this game's over. <laughs> then game two, I Marshadowed him, and he goes, all right, uh, I'll play Elms. You go. I'm Mar- um, And was, his hand looked pretty dead. He didn't play any other cards. And then he just straight up pops off. He's like, all right, Zorark, Zorark, uh, Cynthia. Uh, he had like two candies in hand already. He goes for double timer ball, flips double heads on both, gets out my cargo and double decidueye, and I'm like, all right, cool. This game's not not even close. Uh, and got completely blown out. Um, I'm confident I would have won the event if I had not played against decidueye, but <laughs> sometimes that's how it goes. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Is that a lot so, of so? Is that what you would say the worst like popular matchup is for lot for popular matchup? Yes, the worst matchup is Luxray. But 
<laughs> we can come back to luxury in a little bit. I'm telling. <laughs> yeah, but definitely the most po- the worst popular matchup. It's like thirty five sixty five. But the way you win. I was talking to Xander briefly, and he's like, oh, I set up 80% of the time. I set it after multiple Marsh Shadows. He's just like, eh, maybe like 60%. Yeah, sure. And it's really just setup-based. Mm-hmm. You lose if they win, if they set up. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Cool. Um, all right, Tran, walk us through your day two a little bit. First round, I hit uh, Zoro Decidueye Ninetales. This matchup is super scary because if you don't set up before they do, they're just going to four-prize you. Wait, and when you say four prize, you mean like skip your beast rank turn? Yeah. Okay. Uh, this was my first round, and I lost the first game, won the second game, and I lost the third game. Mm. Opponent, I played in top four. Spoilers. Oh, okay. But <laughs> uh, lost March. <laughs> uh, did you tie? You said. No, I, I lost. Wait, yeah, you kind of broke up again for a oh. second. So you, so you lost to the Decidueye, and then you played against what? I played against Connor Fenton with Lost March. Okay. I was really scared of this matchup. Mm-hmm. I figured out what I needed to do because of all the 9-0 Lost March hype that Charlie caused yesterday. Everyone just went around and built Lost March at my Airbnb. So I got to test like two games. I kind of figured out what I need to do. And so what'd you do? I won both of those games because I, can- I realized I need to start Blacephalon and Burst GX, take prizes, go aggro on them. Because they only, we only need like to start Blacephalon in that matchup. Okay. Like that's a good thing, you think? Yeah, unless they. S- like turn to you 180, you can take like maybe three prizes, and then you can trade off with Nanadels for the rest of the match. Yeah, because I kind of I kind of feel like you starting Blastephalon wins me the game. That's just how I have felt. So if if, if you pop off, okay. <laughs> um, luckily Connor didn't pop off on me in games one or two, so I got to t- take a couple prizes before uh. My Blacephalon went down. That makes sense to me. Then I went it's, against. It's, it's not yeah. super. It's not super easy for Lost March to hit the turn to one eighty. Um, right. So that makes sense. Like you can pretty easily. You can definitely take two prizes with Blacephalon most most times. Um, yeah. So yeah, that, that I'm I'm not too shocked that that make that that happens. Okay, sorry to cut you off. Keep going. Mm-hmm. And then against. Then I played against two Blacephalon Mirrors, won those two pretty cleanly, and then in my winning in... Any secret to the Blacephalon Mirror, or like anything that you felt that you did that your opponent didn't do, or did you just feel like you had better setups? Yeah. Um, I didn't get better setups than them, but the key to the matchup is to Bursting Burn and make... and make them... and make it as awkward as possible. For them to attack. Okay. One that usually attacks and has beast rings in their hand usually wins. And if you don't have beast rings in your hand, then you try to march out of them. Sure. Okay. Turning turn. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. What else do you have? 
And then in my win and I played against Malamar with Giratina. This matchup was really scary because he just abused his Giratina. Really hard to trade against it because you have to discard three energies every time. Luckily, I went first games one and three, and I got the early prizes with Cephalon before you know he could set up. I actually used the uh, X in the first game. Aizen, when he tried to Chimeco lock me, I just slammed down the Nanaganadel because I thought his uh, because I suspect I suspect suspected his uh, his setup was bad as soon as he three cards in hand. So yeah, that's pretty funny. Yeah, and then he couldn't. And then he didn't use it for the rest of the series. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> was that the only time that you Stinger GX not against the stall deck? Stinger GX, I just beast raided his oh, Chemeco. Right. You get me out of the lock, okay, yeah. Okay, 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 that makes sense. <laughs> that would have been ballsy, just like Stinger GX. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> come at me, bro. Um, that's funny. Okay, so you beat Malamar, then top eight. First regional top eight, correct? First regional top eight. Oh okay. man. Nice. Was this the first regional day two as well? Or had you day two before? I uh yeah, I've only day two at NIAC. So okay. yeah, technically my first regional day two. Okay. I would say NAIC counts. So okay, so yeah. uh alright, so going to top eight, playing against what? Ultra Necrozma. Okay. Uh I've never seen this deck for like three or four months, so <laughs> I just kind of yeah, treated it's it. Interesting to listen to this match from sitting next to it, also. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to go into that, but um, <laughs> I kind I just kind of treated it Cephalon Mirror because you know they gotta try to t take knockouts with their big guy, right? right. So I, play, I just announced. Did he play Beast Rings? He surprisingly, did. he didn't. This yeah, it was very strange. Okay. I just kind of expected to get beast ringed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. When so I took the first KO, but yeah, that makes sense. Okay, so you sorry, you were I think you were about to say use the burning confuse attack, right? Yeah, I just treated it like a Blissethlon mirror because I've never played this matchup before, and yeah, it was really hard for him to take the KO because I don't think he hit his switches when he could have. Um, he has set up. Didn't go very well. So, uh, I won those games pretty easily. Okay, 2-0. And then top four, I played against the same Zoro Decidueye Ninetales that I lost to in the first round of day two. And this the first the guy, game... This was the guy that Charlie lost to, right? No, this no it was a different guy. It was two of them in oh, top cut. Okay, I didn't realize there was two decisions in top four. Okay, cool. Yeah, there was a lot of them in day two at top tables. It was really scary. The first game that wasn't streamed, um, extremely good board. And I KO'd his root and then marsh shadowed him, right? Mm -hmm. And Elm earlier that turn, and... And from his Marsh Shadow, hit Ninetales, Counter Gain, and Energy, Zork, and Rare Candy Decidueye. <laughs> so, after my first knockout, I lost the game. 
book due to that. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then the other games were on stream, right? Um, he he didn't get a good setup, so he scooped pretty quickly, and then. Wait, you played half of your series on stream and half not? I played I played the first game on stream, and then, um, they allowed us to go on stream for game two and three. Oh, okay. Yeah, because like, because Jimmy's Jimmy's top four match was so quick. <laughs> like, yeah, just... Jimmy's. Yeah. They started earlier. Oh, they started. We finished. Early. Jimmy finished top eight quick, and uh, me and uh, Franco finished top eight quick. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Makes sense. Um. Yeah. Okay. So Top anyway. Four. Yep. To game two. Um, I blew up his setup, or he didn't get set up very cleanly <laughs> this time so he scoops pretty quick and in game three all right so i had like so many cards in hand and i killed his active zork with three cards in hand three cards in hand i was just betting that he couldn't get the four price turn off so i paid off <laughs> but the reason i won that game because he prizes guzma so I got pretty lucky there. Should have known that too, right? Like he was kind of making some plays, True. assuming that he would have access to Guzma, and yeah, sure. he, he probably should have known that. Um, I was gonna say something. Oh, did you go back? Have you, did you go back and watch your stream games yet? I did actually. Okay. Yeah, I think I think it's really, I think it's good to go watch your own stream games because then you yeah for sure see if you made any egregious mistakes. <laughs> Um, and then the finals was the finals. Jimmy ran like a god. <laughs> yeah, that was insane. Um, you beat Azul, didn't you? Who was playing the same list? I did. Yeah, I beat Azul like pretty cleanly because he didn't draw very hot. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure I had access to Marsh out of those games. They won. But um, yeah. Jimmy drew super hot, and I didn't have access to my Marshall in the games that I lost because I prized it game one. Fortunately, started it game three. Right. right, 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 right. Yeah. So I'll definitely be running two in my list now. Makes sense. Cool. 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 All right. So that gives that gives the listeners an idea of kind of your journeys through the event. Um, so let's talk about some of the some of the things coming out of it. So the first thing. Uh, you guys mentioned a little bit uh, was, or at least Tran, you mentioned a little bit was the stall decks, um, and I'm not going to call them mill decks because they're not mill decks. They're stall decks, and then they run yeah. unknown hand. Okay. Um, so Charlie, I know you didn't play against any, but uh, you were thinking about playing, or you wanted to play it, right? You wanted mm-hmm. to play a stall deck, but you couldn't find the cards. Yes. <laughs> okay. I had lists for both the Regigigas mill and the Steelix mill. Okay. So what do you think about what do you think about them? Are they are they still do you think they're still good? A A do you think they're still good decks? And B do you think they are good to have in the format? <laughs> A yes, they are fundamentally good decks. Mm-hmm. And B yes, I believe having this these decks is totally fair. I do I mean I don't know about Lusamine as a card. People mention that because yeah, it gives you infinite stuff, but one, I kind of think that's kind of fun having access to infinite amount of like supporters. It's not items; items would be ridiculous. But mm-hmm. and we already have a Ranguru anyways. But like, I think that 
mill and stall decks both of which like both need to be able to have a place in the format it's a win condition in the game mm-hmm. and like you can't say that every deck in a format should be taking prize cards to win the game like mill is a, and stall are both very viable strategies i think and don't deserve to be oppressed by the company mm-hmm. that makes sense um so what's the reason that is is unknown hand the reason that we saw them do or be so much more popular I believe so. Yeah, I think so. They had a win. They had a win condition. It gives them an extra win condition to yeah. beat people who draw pass. If you draw pass against that deck in this format, at the moment, it's like because you don't run handiwork. Handiwork's out of format, and Mars is your best option. You can't win in fifty minutes versus draw pass. You always tie. Right. Yeah, but with unknown hand, you can't lose to a draw pass. Right, 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 right. So, what would like, does it just lose to... Like, do these stall decks lose to, like, if a, if an opposing deck plays an Orangru and a Judge? They can't beat that, right? Uh, An opposing deck <laughs> playing a Orangru Judge? Yeah. Uh, yeah, they can, because you're going to have to... You're still going to have to get keep the... If you have, like, a lone Orangru Judge, yeah, you're going to beat that. Right. Well, I mean, like, you don't even need just Lone or Anger. As long as you play, like, Switch or Guzma or something like that, you should always be able to beat it. Um, another thing I was thinking about, um, I think Pablo mentioned it to me, like, the day after Roanoke, is that could, like, Zork, like, Zork decks just play one unknown hand and beat the unknown hand decks? <laughs> what do you guys think? I don't think you can, because you'd have to, like trade things that you can cycle back energies with Mount Cornet, but you have to like mm-hmm. play that no, specifically I, I right? tried that variant before so I tried it after Roanoke it wasn't very good but I won a game yeah mm-hmm. well I mean like if you get like out one just just like one Zork like you start, you start Zorua you just get a Zorak out, and you just kind of like slowly draw. So you don't have to trade every single turn, but you're gonna get there quicker than the opponent, right? Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I could be wrong, but maybe. You'd have to do this while like controlling their energies, which is not very possible, I don't think. Wait, the, against a stall deck, you have to control their energies. Oh uh, no! Against against the stall deck, then yeah, I guess you can yeah. do that. Yeah. No, it's the stall deck versus like these decks. Yeah, you beat because I remember I was talking to Katron and he said like the mirror match between stall decks is just a constant. It's a race to see who can get unknown hand first, since neither plays. It's actually just struggle. whoever hits uh, their Stevens it's first. Like, if you go first and start with Stevens in your hand, you win the game. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Because then you that... just get like you just Stevens loop like four times. Yep, basically. Unless you prize a large amount of Stevens, in which case it's... Yeah. And then uh, you can just lose them back. Yeah. Uh, right, 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 right. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah, I think cool. he said, like, the earliest you can accomplish unknown hand is, like, turn 12. Hmm. That's, that's pretty <laughs> Don't quick. Don't call me on that. <laughs> yeah, it's very quick. Yeah, that's pretty funny. All right. Um, so, Tran, you, you said you almost played a stall deck. Why did you ultimately decide not to? Uh, I just, yeah, I thought it was really good because it beat Zoro Control and like Grand Bull. Uh, apparently, it beat Guardi Swamper too. Yeah. But um, 
yeah, I showed up to league with it and just got smacked by an again no Jax, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so I went back to my original decision to play Blacephalon. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's funny. Yeah, I feel like it would beat Guardi. Like Guardi of of all of the decks, Guardi has like the best chance, right? Because of Twilight, but I don't think Twilight's think... enough. Also, I'm pretty sure they just rush unknown hand and they beat it. I think a lot of the players lost on or saw decks. Hmm. Yeah, because like you have to put what does Red Dragon have? 180 HP, right? Yeah. Yeah, plus thirty with the 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 thingy. <laughs> I forgot so what it's called. So the you rock. Need like seven thingy. energy. You need seven energy on your Gardevoir to one shot a Regigigas. No, it's impossible. And then you have to play down the Swampert to deal with Hoopas. Right, right. And it doesn't hit enough. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. All right. Um. So stall deck. So what do what do the stall decks lose to? They lose to each other. They lose to Naganadel GX. Um, they lose to like a lot of judges. Lost march in most cases. Lose the lost march in most cases, just because you hit the you hit the big numbers and you don't have to play. I play. Yeah. I mean, right. I know I can kill two shuckle relatively reliably, um, and I can kill three if you get really unlucky off Marsh Shadow. So like the move is I can play down the super boost and probably go for a Marsh Shadow. And try to cheese your hand away from drawing anything after taking a KO on the Shuckle. If you can't get another Shuckle up, I'm going to win. If you can't enhance Hammer, I'm going to win. Mm-hmm. And if you... And then I could do the same thing by attaching a Grass and then Marsh Shadowing. Attacking, seeing if you can hit anything. or And then attaching a second DC and Marsh Shadowing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. It loses to um, Decidueye that can Judge Loop them. If they play one Judge, one Pal Pad... They can play judge four times with Decidueye, and that's what a lot. That's what a lot of the Stodex lost to, okay. I think. Yeah, and Decidueye mm-hmm. is just kind of like slowly getting damage on the board. Right. Yeah. Eventually, they can't heal it off, right? Right, 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 mm-hmm. right. Yeah, that makes sense. And you can kind of like spread it out too, right? So like, if they have two guys, then you can always like feather arrow on each of them, so um, it like makes their max potions and Acerolas less effective. Mm. Okay, makes sense. Uh, yeah, um, yeah, the the tournament was par- very uh, polarizing because there's a lot of decks that fell to Star decks, but the decks at the top tables seem to beat them or whatever. Yeah, well, and it's also telling that like none of them actually made top eight. I was but surprised I, by that. Yeah, I was also surprised by that, but I, I still think it's a very good play. Like, I asked Jimmy, and he never ran into a stall deck. Right, 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 right. right. And um, Charlie didn't either, so. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so for those for the listeners that are, like, preparing for League Cups and whatnot, can the stall decks win in a game in 30 minutes? That's another question that I have. I don't think that's possible whatsoever. You don't? Oh, sorry, you, you don't or you do? Uh, he said he doesn't. Doesn't? Okay. Sorry. You got cut off there. Um, Charlie, do you agree? Uh, I don't... I think you can win in 30 minutes. Do I think you should try? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that seems fair. Um, yeah. I don't know. I, I also probably wouldn't do it. it seems risky. Seems somewhat impossible. 
And like, cause just like the, but that's just me. Like you would have to play like uber fast and your opponent would have to like, even if your opponent plays at like a normal speed, like you're, it's probably not happening. Um, Mm -hmm. All right. So I think anything else you guys want to mention about stall decks or can we get off the, that topic? They actually are fun to play. Um, in my opinion, at least, (laughs) and are strong decks. Um, I'll play for one round, but I won't play for nine rounds. There you go. Fun and interactive. Um, all right. So what other, so let's talk about Guardi. Guardi won the event. Um, I'm, I'm pretty happy with that since, uh, <laughs> since, uh, yeah. since Robin played it last weekend or, you know, LAIC, I've messed around with it a little bit. Um, I've been, sup- even though like, we talked about the finals. Jimmy like had like some super sick starts. Um, the deck is more consistent than I thought it would be, um, and it it doesn't always have those like super broken starts, but it has like solid starts pretty often. Um, so I've been I've been pretty impressed with it. I really think the uh, the the Solgaleo is pretty. It's a pretty neat inclusion. Um, I think you will lose the mirror 100% of the time if you don't play it. That's, like, something else to consider with with the with the line. Um, but in general, it's also just a pretty good card. It's good against, like, uh, other Alola Ninetales, like, even against Decidueye Ninetales and things like that. Um, so that's pretty cute. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I think it's pretty cool, um, and I've, I've been enjoying playing it. Uh, I don't know. Tran, what do you think of the deck? I think it's pretty inconsistent from what i've seen like i sat next to it for rounds and i just saw them draw nothing okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and i played against it the first day and he drew nothing mm-hmm. so i was pretty surprised when he was drawing that hot in the finals okay. good, good considered know. have you considered just playing a lower line of gardevoir and playing more sogaleo instead it seems I, really strong. I have. I tested before the event a very fun Solgaleo Solgaleo deck with nine tails. I ran like a four three nine tails line. Mm-hmm. The deck set up like two to three Solgaleos turn two every game. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is ridiculously strong. But then I couldn't beat Buzzwell even when I set up like that. Yeah. Wow. So I don't think the deck is just fundamentally good enough even when you set up and draw everything. Yeah. Does Guardi help with that though? Uh, I don't believe so. Um, so a couple things on that, like, it's actually quite hard for Buzzwall to hit 230, um, without strong energy in the format, right? Because they need, right now they need Choice Band, Beyonce, Kukui, um, right. in order to hit 230, so that's not that yeah. easy. Um, I was testing versus Lycanroc version too. Right, right, right. Lycanroc, Lycanroc's definitely the more annoying of the, of the cards. Um, so Guardi helps a little bit. Um, it's still probably not a good matchup for Guardi, but it's probably closer. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, uh, R- Russell played a, a Solgaleo deck, very similar to what you just talked about, Charlie, and I know he did very, very bad. <laughs> Oof. So it's probably a good thing that you didn't play. Let me. I'm gonna. I'm gonna just look. He sent me the list um, that he played, just because I'm curious. Uh, the deck makes sense with more Sogaleo and less Guardi with the Swampert still. Right, 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 right. Um, 
You could run like maybe like two on two lines of both of them. That might be good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. So Russell's was like um, a Sogaleo line, two of each one. He didn't play the the thick nine tails line that you just talked about. It was just like a two two. Um, but then he also played Swampert as well. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah. Okay. So that's just interesting to think about. Um, maybe play something else to hit. Just like one, I think 130 is pretty important, right? And it only does 120. Yeah. So you can play like a Delmise. Yeah, Delmise is probably pretty good. I don't think Russell had Delmise, but that would make sense. Um, in a straight, in a straight Solgaleo deck. Yeah. I wonder if you could also go back to like Solgaleo Zoroark, um, and run that. But maybe Ninetales is just too good. Ninetales is probably just too good. Also, Swampert's really good. Swampert <laughs> that card's good. extremely scary. Yeah, like, yeah, the game plan is just the games kill that every time. <laughs> the games that I've played with Guardi, like, sometimes you're able to just set up two Swampert, and if you set up two Swampert, you basically never, ever lose. <laughs> that sounds about right. Yeah. Um, okay, so that's Guardi. What else? So what else is good? What are the best decks right now? So we got Guardi, we got... Placephalon, we got Placephalon for sure. Uh, I think Lost March is Decidueye. definitely up there now. Uh, I don't believe so, and I will argue as to why. Um, I okay. believe Lost March was a great meta call. Um, it gets bodied by a lot of decks in format that are prepared for it. In my opinion, if you play any more one prize attackers, if you play any ways to like, if you play heavy Mars Shadow as well, you can really disrupt Lost March. It's like, okay. and if you play heavy hp things or i don't know i'd say defensive tools too like if you're playing some deck with metal frying pan for god knows what reason um it's hard to get damage up that fast things like chimeco cripple it um and everything's low hp things like spread destroy it you can't beat uh, multiple cocos ever but those were just not present you can't beat spell tag ever and in general, it worked really well for the meta, but it's just kind of an inconsistent deck that gets, but like, just it goes off when it gets lucky. It's I I consider it similar to Greninja last year, but like, <laughs> I okay, it's like it's not like I'm gonna do really well with it one time and play it again. I'm not gonna play this deck again. Sure, makes sense. I like how uh, Night March wins one tournament a year, <laughs> kind of thing. All right, so here's the other three decks that I just wrote down. Granbull, Malamar, Buzzrock. Seemed like that they all did pretty well at the event, but not none of them top-baited, right? There was none of the... Oh, Malamar. There was top-baited. one Malamar. Malamar top-baited. Okay, so... Yeah, you, I lost that Malamar. He was the only one that was able to ID, so... Okay, okay. And it was like... What, was it like a... Basically like gas can? Just like yes. psychic, psychic Malamar? Both, both of them. Uh, yeah. Both of the ones that were at top tables were gas can. It was it's actually very scary to play against. Well, there was yes, I got destroyed. Wait, so there was three Beckett Malamar and Jason decks in top eight. There was like no, oh, no, there no, were no. Two. J- Jason missed top eight. Right, right. Okay. Yeah, Tran, you won, right? Yeah. Okay. Oh, you played against Jason in the last round. I played him twice, and it was mm-hmm. extremely scary both times. Okay, okay. Jason's uh, Jason's a homie. Love Jason. Yeah, he's a good guy. Um, you, so you played? Did you beat him day one, Tran? as well no we tied we we ran out of time starting the third match oh okay okay so that was your one tie and charlie was your one loss and it was seven one one i didn't play against jason i played against beckett 
No, 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 I know, I know, but sure. train, no, train just seven. just for my record. Yeah, yeah. So gotcha. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. I get you. Yeah. Okay. Um. So Malamar actually did pretty well. Okay. So I'll. I'll... So Malamar is probably up there as well. Top, like tier one, tier one point five type of thing. Um. Was there a lot of buzz rock there, or not so much? I, I think there was, but it, it's it just gets beat by Malamar, and Decidueye is really strong against it too. I think it's a, a fundamentally stronger deck than Lost March. Buzzrock? Yes. Um, I would heavily consider it if I could do the tournament over. Interesting. I, really? It is a scare. I mean, I think it dead draws less. It is more skill-based and requires a yeah, it requires a better player to pilot it than a lot of other decks at the moment. And I feel like I could play around my opponents other than with Lost Marches, just knock out, knock out, knock out, which was good for this format, but not good for a lot of everything. Okay. And did you, would you play with Lycanroc? Uh, yes. Yeah, not the custom catcher. What, so I have a question. Why would you play Buzzrock over Blacephalon? Uh, mostly just because I like Ninetales as a card. And Nine Tails is good. Okay. I, well, Cephalon is very good as well. I, because I, I mean, I'm probably getting into a question a little early, but if I could do the tournament over again, no, I would not play Lost March. I would be playing your Cephalon deck, like your list. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I think that was a significantly better call for the event than my deck. Question on Buzzrock: Would you play? This sounds so weird. Would you play a counter gain in Buzzrock? Of course. Yeah. I think maybe even two. Right, no, definitely not. I think getting off. Because <laughs> you can't, you can't, doesn't, doesn't do anything on a buzzwall. It only works on Ninetales and Lycanroc. Yeah. It's good on But you always want to have it, right? It It's significantly better in the Lycanroc variant than it is in the Tails variant. Sure, sure. I mean, but you can search it out. Like you That's fair. You don't, yeah, I don't think you need two because you can just get it exactly when you need Yeah, it. you guys are probably right. <laughs> And it is situational because, like, inherently you're an aggressive deck, um, so mm-hmm. like you're only going to use it against other aggressive decks, probably. Um, like, it seems like oh, right. super yeah. good against Blacephalon because, um, mm. like, they go bursting GX and you just go whatever kill you, um, and then they put then they then even if they B string, then they let you B string, and then you kill them, and then now maybe you're they're stuck on your B string. Because then they can't take the following knockout. The thing about that matchup is when I burst GX and then you KO me, you're at four, right? Right. And then I'm at beast ring. I take a KO. I'm at three. So I can 160 with turning point mm-hmm. with negative no GX yeah, right. on your yeah. buzzwall. Okay, okay, okay. That's true, that's true, that's true. Makes sense. Um, did you get to do that a lot, turning point on three? Only really versus mill. Because I, I couldn't one-shot with it, so... Okay, makes sense. Um, okay, cool. So, in Gramble, we talked a little bit about was was there, but lost to a lot of the stall decks. Um, I still think that deck's really, really strong. Yeah. It's, surprise, it's surprising me how well... Just, yeah, just how strong it is, like, inherently. I think it, like, has, a, like, a, a lot of weak points, right? Like, it doesn't play a lot of energy, um... It relies a lot on abilities, so like Muck's really good against it. So I think it has like a lot of weak points, but yeah, it, mm. is, a, it is surprisingly strong. I thought it was going to be like t- real trash, but it's pretty good. 
Like, kind of like a, a gimmick, like a Lolan Executor. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was going to be in that, yeah, that category, but def- mm. it's definitely not that bad. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Any other any other decks we should mention? Mm, I'm revealing um, my leak, but um, uh, <laughs> I think Zora Weavile is super strong right now. Why? Why do you think that? I think it, that sounds like it. Like, just think of all that. I can tell you that. I you, you you play uh you playing rule of evil Zoro like super easily early game right and you have to hit like two twenty to yeah even do, do anything because I'm gonna ace roll all my stuff up mm-hmm. with three balls like game uh how you're running like a really thick weavile line no I'm just running like two okay so it's sort of like the Naga Adele thing aren't you gonna run out of weavile before I run out of lost markers. That, that's just that's a matchup true. that seems really favorable for Lost March. But versus everything else, I think it's really it sounds good. strong. Yes, we tested that. We tested a Weavile deck because we thought Rule of Evil was very good before the event. Um, I w- well, I wouldn't play it into a meadow with a lot of Buzzwall because that deck gets destroyed by Buzzwall. But there's not many Buzzwalls, and it beats almost everything else. And you can, I mean, and you can run like any combination too now. Like you can run like Zork, Lycanroc, Weavile. You could run Zork, Ninetales, Weavile. You could run all four of them if you really wanted to. <laughs> um, but like the great thing being that the unit energy is busted, right? So it just yeah lets you run fits anything. into everything. Yeah, and ditto, and ditto, ditto is so insane. I think that's my other big takeaway from the, these last two events is that ditto is insane just like probably it's definitely the best card out of lost thunder right like yeah for sure it's in almost every deck like even even you played it in blacephalon like that's so funny (laughs) (laughs) and it has like no downsides if you like right it's just just an extra basic yeah it's like no downside fifth poiple or yeah like that it's super insane um I, I am also interested in how Ditto will make the expanded format like more interesting. Um, so hmm. that's true. Yeah. So uh, 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 anything else we want to talk about standard, or can we switch to expanded for a little bit? Oh, no, I'm good. I'm good to switch. Cool. So I think that yeah, that was kind of like my transition. Like I think Ditto is super interesting in expanded because. Um, I don't know there's just there's so many there's just so many cards in expanded right that like you can play we we started to see it a little bit um in lists that were popping up in standard where people were thinking about running like in zork uh running like a machoke uh and ditto and you know you can just run a cargo mm-hmm. you can run the muck and like think of all those possibilities but then there's you know there's 30 more sets or 20 more sets or whatever of things to look at in expanded um and so i haven't even really given it much thought but i just think a card like that is very very interesting now we've had the other ditto from boundaries cross but that's different right because you got to play the basic down first ditto prism star just lets you go right there so pretty interesting uh, just general thing to think about. Um, so uh, we kind of talked about it at the beginning. We're, we're not going to get into like too many specific decks for the expanded uh, format, but I don't know. Just we've we've thought about it a little bit. 
Tran just decided he's going to Anaheim. Um, <laughs> I'm going to Dallas, um, so I at least have to start thinking about it. And then and Charlie, I would love to go to one of them. And Charlie may or may not go to one of them. So, uh, Charlie, what, what have you thought about in terms of expanded? Okay, so to start, I'm always the voice for Trevenant. Trevenant is the best way to, if you are looking for a finish like top 32 or just breakthrough for your first time, play Trevenant. It is a good deck fundamentally because item lock is a solution to all formats, all decks you could play against. Expanded is so like versatile and full of variants that like playing an item lock actually gives you an answer, like a quote unquote counter to every deck in the format. Like every deck struggles under item lock. Mm-hmm. So, and even decks built to play under item lock, they still would rather not play under item lock. Yep. So Trevenant's like fundamentally a good deck. Same with Toad. I just like Trev better because it does more damage, has one prizers, and doesn't require a, a, to have an energy to attack every turn to keep the item lock. But Trev is like a consistent deck. It's strong and it has always worked for me. Like I always finish with it. I'm a hundred percent on finishes with Trev with the give points always day two and i feel like for most people that's how it works if you play trevenant you're gonna be successful if you don't want to play trevenant though i recommend testing blacephalon and other current standard decks with expanded cards Hmm. interesting so um before we talk about blacephalon the other thing uh the other thing about trevenant is that Sometimes I think that Trevenant is like kind of degenerate and I don't really like having it around. But then I look at all of the deck lists that like Simon Narode sends me um, that like would be so, so cancerous if <laughs> if Trevenant wasn't legal. Like all of his lists, all of what? these decks that he sends me, he's like, this will literally, this will auto win every single deck. Except it can never beat Trevenant. (laughs) No, that's one thing that's great. Also, for one thing to note, for Anaheim at least, damage is very good. And if you don't have either Wobbuffet or Trevenant or something in your deck, Mm -hmm. you're likely going to lose to damage because damage can set up on turn two. The best of the time, I'm referring to the Reuniclus variant because the Archie's variant is not consistent. But damage will win the game on turn two if you run no counters to it. Yep. Yeah, we've we've been testing that a little bit, and it it really does. It sets up like turn to eighty to ninety percent of the time. It's really really consistent um, as long as it doesn't hit a counter. Um, even like Quaking Punch is super super annoying to deal with. Uh, Trevenant almost impossible to deal with. Uh, Muck also impossible to deal with. Um, Garbotoxin you can run a field blower. But like, yeah. So yeah, unknown damage is very, very good if you don't, if you, yeah, if you don't hit the counters. So uh, that it'll be interesting to kind of see how that plays out. I, it seems very much like uh, the shift tree with force of giant plants to me. It's not that good, but well, it's it's good. Yeah, no, no, no. I agree. It's not that good, but it's a very similar predicament that the format is in, right? It's like you either mm-hmm. play a counter or you lose to it. Um, Sorta. I believe they're gonna let this tournament shake out instead of before with shift trade where an emergency ban was definitely needed there right 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 i yeah i, I agree with that um, yeah so blacephalon yeah. and expanded so what do we get what do we get we get blacksmith which is pretty sweet what else we get? volcanian engine volcanian. i guess volcanian twice blacksmith the energies attach one for turn that's 210 with no energies on board before <laughs> So basically, if you have three energies and a blacksmith in your hand, you're doing 210. 
Okay. From with nothing on your board except for two Vulcanians and a Blacephalon. No energies, no setup, no tools. So what do we got to do to get this consistent? Hey, where are you getting two ten from? Uh, the two steam ups and lost owning three energies. Okay, I see. Yeah. Oh wow. So that's pretty good. So we just got to be able to do that for three or four turns. So yeah, you can, can you can pull. That means you can pull off turn one two ten realistically in most games. Yeah. Not that you have to. Not that you have to or should. Right. But that it's strong to do. Like, you don't really need to. If you're going first, you can just put the energies on the board, and then you can afford to miss a blacksmith later. Mm -hmm. So, and I feel like this is probably actually fine against... Well, so, so, so just to, like, recap, kind of coming out of... Before Lost Thunder, the last, you know, expanded regional saw the Seismitoad Zork control deck... Um, kind of take it by storm. And I feel like that's good enough to actually potentially beat the Seismitoad Zoric deck, because like, you can still play Blacksmith on oh, the yeah. lock, right? So, uh -huh. so you can just do that three times and win the game. You just gotta play... Would, you'd probably play Fort Blacksmith, I guess. Oh, yes, for sure. Mm -hmm. But I guess your Vulcanian could get stuck. I don't know. That would be... Then this Blacksmith, then do the same thing to it and hit for 190. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so I feel like uh, active. Tran, Tran, you talk. The with Lost Thunder is a lot of random stuff that's gonna be coming out. Like Faba's gonna change the format. I know Unknown Hand might change the format as well. You think there could be an Unknown Hand deck in Expanded? Uh, like uh, an hour earlier, Caleb Gittimer just released an Unknown Hand deck for Expanded. With the uh, Zorark, so that looks that looks quite scary. Everyone plays hand disruption and expanded though, which I like. Right. So yeah. Unless he's, is he playing limitation or Stoutland? Um, no. It looks like he's just trying to deny you and Oranguru back everything. Okay, so it's more of a it's it's more how the Saul wins with unknown hand. It's not trying to rush to unknown hand. Just kind of. Yeah, it's not trying to rush to unknown hand. It's it's gonna happen. I don't like the rush to unknown hand. Hmm. Uh, also, Fouché, how do you feel about shock lock with unknown hand? Is that ever good? Um, I shock did, lock with unknown hand. I did think about it just as kind of like a secondary thing, like wind condition. Um, it's probably just not necessary though, because like it, it's not going to help you win any matchups that you wouldn't have won before, right? Um, yeah, they can't shuffle their hand in any ways. Yeah, and they can't shuffle their hand in any ways, right, exactly. So I'd probably just rather use that spot um, for Gudra now, because I think, I think Gudra becomes much better with the with the Lance. Lance? Yeah, from the last... Set. Would you play Saladins, by the way? No, I don't think it's worth the spot or this bench space. Um, yeah, Shocklock, again, Shocklock's another deck that is, like, super broken, um, except it, like, can't beat Trevenant unless Trevenant starts Lele or something like that. Um, but it beats pretty much everything else except, it, like, it can lose to Garbodor. Even with Gudra, like, you're still only, like... Are you really that consistent three. also? You're pretty consistent, I think. Um, I think you're I think you're consistent enough to beat most other, like, fairer decks. Like, you beat... I think you beat Zorark decks. I think you beat buzzwell decks because they don't run wide lens like when when there was that time towards the end of last year when they were running wide lens because of uh because of the zoric matchup like that was made the matchup really bad because they just mm -hmm. kill like pikachu and 
Well, I guess we play 70 HP Pikachu, but they kill uh, two little pups and then you can't win. But yeah. yeah. But like you, you're well, okay, you're okay if you give up five prizes, right? So, um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Shocklock, Shocklock, I think is quite good. Mm-hmm. Also, one thing to note: if you're playing expanded and you don't have access to Beach, you might want to find that or or <laughs> get comfortable with Trevenant or Blacephalon. Right. Because <laughs> most other good decks should be playing Beach. Yeah. Including damage. And mm. and like Groudon, Groudon I think is pretty good. Groudon is good, but also needs to play Beach. Um, My testing group's working with Groudon right now. Yeah, I think Groudon's really good. Is it? Are you kind of like basing it off uh, Joe Sanchez? Somewhat, yeah. Yeah. One of our players also played against a different guy who played it, and he had some strategy that he thinks can beat Trevenant, and we're gonna test that soon. Okay. Nice. 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 Yeah. I don't. I don't. I actually don't think the Groudon versus Trevenant matchup was ever like super abysmal because you can run um, Pokemon Center Lady and stuff like that. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, Blacephalon. Anything else? What is? Else? What were you gonna say? To Lusu. What does what Lusu? Nothing. Nothing instantly. That's why I like the deck. Yeah. Well, it loses to the the Toadzor control pretty bad not anymore oh cause right yeah we not anymore follow the, oh, you follow the rough season you win the game yeah that's true so do you play, oh broken do you play Lusamine and Trevenant now or do you just run VS? I do not at the moment um I'm willing to test though mm-hmm. cause you just use considered VSC a lot of fun stuff Fava, wait. yeah yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. like I almost considered like going down on energies and almost like being like item lock this cool Trev deck, which had like shrines in it, I I don't even know if I was gonna play energy Steven attack, and just what? sit behind. <laughs> like I mean, I'd probably play a couple for like one prize decks, but like you you lose to me, lock a shrine in play, and your item locking the entire game, and just sitting on Trevenant, healing them every turn. <laughs> it it seemed really strong, but I don't know how good it'll be in practice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be pretty funny. Um, interesting. What else from Lost Thunder is good? So I think I think it's yeah I think it's good to note that Faba could make a, a really big difference in expanded and do we think Giraffe Rig is going to be good expanded? I believe it's something that will be good. Mm-hmm. It's something to consider. Did the because uh... um, doesn't that just auto when you? I was thinking of auto wins you like uh, Archies or something. It, it wins a lot of things. It's just a good card. There will be a deck that figures out a way to get all of your opponent's cards in the Lost Zone at one point in time, I think. And try to force your yeah. opponent to be like, oh, I have no resources I can get back. All my cards are gone. Wait, what's the what's the last um, unknown that wins you the game? Uh, Missing unknown. I don't believe that will ever see play, though. Wait, which is 12 supporters in your opponent's Lost Zone. Well, there you go. You just giraffe rig 12 supporters. Well, I guess most decks don't even Do we even play 12 supporters? supporters? <laughs> yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> uh, yeah, if you're playing 12 supporters and expanded, you better be playing a mill deck of some sort. Yeah. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, that's true. That's funny. But if we did play 12 supporters, then giraffe rig would be the way to get there, I guess. Um, yeah, no. I saw Kirk was trying Lost March in Expanded on stream yesterday. That seems pretty mean. I saw that too. Me. Yeah, it doesn't seem very good. Um, Night March actually seems 
like if Giraffarig is to see his play at all, like Night March is just dead, right? Uh, maybe. Like they just lost. They just it, it doesn't. It doesn't do it fast enough, does it? Yeah, it doesn't do it fast enough. You can still just hit him. I mean, maybe if they just like start lost zoning night marchers. I, I, I it's mean, only two at a time. Right, 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 right. Prizes. Yeah, so I think that'll work. Though, to be honest, if you just like rescue, just be electrically better. Um. Yeah. Also, Lost March is cool and expanded. And I'll note that I don't play. I play the jump off from Dragons Exalted, so you can get up really fast with uh, Lost Marchers. Yeah, you, it it just says you, once during your turn, you may pick it up and put it in your hand. You can just scoop it up. So you jump. You get that jump off out. You scoop it up uh-huh. with the thing, and then you lost blunder when you need when you have the blunder. Ooh, cool. So you like strictly attack with not to. Yeah, not you like to lose to collide. Okay. Hmm. Nice. Wait, what from Fates Collide? Mew. Mew. Oh, Mew from Fates Collide. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay, okay. That makes sense. And you can even run, like, do you run, like, D-Valley then? You can. Yeah. I haven't tested it. Yeah. Okay, that's pretty cool. I like that. That actually seems really yeah. sweet. Um... What was I going to say? Oh, uh, one thing that just came to my mind with the Ditto Prism Star is, like, isn't there... There's, like, the Gyarados that does more for each Magikarp in your discard, right? Or something like that? It's more yeah, for... It does give it more damage, yeah. Yeah, because then you can just evolve through Gyarados. <laughs> it's probably bad, but just... That's, like, mm-hmm. one Gyarados. thing that came to my mind. Um, interesting. All right, um... I think that's enough, like, random rambling about Expanded, unless you guys got any other closing thoughts. Yeah. Test uh, Trev, that's all. Test Trev. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm open to anything at this point. Fall back. Um, cool. All right, so let's 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 start making our way out of here. So usually I would do, like, a, like a give me your top three whatever for tournaments. Um don't really have that coming up and we talked enough about expanded that i don't feel like we need to do that so um i just kind of want to start uh start our wrap up by saying thank you to you guys for for joining i really appreciate it um and give you each chance to do any shout outs do any plugs anything that you want to anything that you want to talk about before we Mm -hmm. pop out of here um charlie you can go first all right uh First of all, huge shout out to Topka Comics, uh, great sponsor. Um, you can, I'd love it if you could check out their website, uh, topkacomics.com. They have great deals on prices, and if you use promo code TCC Team Ten, you'll get ten percent off your whole order. And the prices are already like usually below GCG player, so you're going to get a great deal, and you're going to help us out at the same time. And then also shout out to all my friends who tested with me. Uh, shout out to. Uh, Everyone who helped get me out of Lost Marsh, including you, Fouché, and everyone else, like Kirk and Noel, who built a list that somehow got to me. And shout out to all my friends who would not uh, lend me cards for mill. Uh, <laughs> thank you. I would not have gone 9 without you. <laughs> the one thing I will say, uh, Top Cut Comics, I just bought all the, well, not all the Lost Thunder cards that I'll need, but I did buy the cards that I 
I needed. Like I bought Ditto, Four Elm, and my Alolan Ninetales. Now I can build like so many decks because I have those. And it was, it was the cheapest option that I could find out there, which was pretty sweet. So yeah, it's a cool site. Definitely give them some support. Um, Tran, you got shout outs? Shout out to my league <laughs> and the friends that stuck with me uh, throughout the tournament. You guys are awesome. And uh, shout out to Sam Scalco for the tech. Is and he the, he's the guy. He's the guy that beat you at the at the league challenge. <laughs> no, he was the one that ran it. Oh, he ran it. He ran it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he like he beat you when you were playing the stall deck. Yeah, yeah. Nice, nice, nice. Sweet. All right. Well, that'll be it from us here. Um, if you would like to support Six Prizes, please consider subscribing to Six Prizes underground which you can at a 10 percent discount with the promo code podcast p-o-d-c-a-s-t um we put out articles three four times a week by some of the best players in the world so check us out if you got some money and you want to learn from us if you don't have money but you still want to support the podcast please consider leaving a rating or review on itunes it helps a lot so From Charlie, Tran, and myself, thank you very much for listening. Peace out.